All right, guys, welcome to the Q story. I'm Zach Gibson, and today our guests are Gavin Hansot and Jonah Miller. If you guys want to like talk about yourselves a little bit, go ahead. You go first, Jonah. <laughs> um, I'm Jonah. I'm one of Zach's personal friends and cross country friends. Also, we run together. I mean, I guess you could call me and Zach friends. No, I'm kidding. Um, I'm friends with both these guys. Uh, got a YouTube channel of my own. And yeah, let's get into it. I had, I've had to throw three people out of work that just don't wear masks. Like the lady that does my hair. Mm-hmm. I go to her because she's friends with my family, so I've always gone to her. And like, she was giving her a hard time. And I was like, I'm not about to, not having this. No, I, I feel it. I feel like, I, like, I feel like, like, each, like, like, if you, like, so my best friend's mom, she works at a hair salon, and, like, they have to press, they have to, they have to push for that, or they will get closed. Like, my cousin, yeah, he's the only person that cuts my hair, and he talked to me, he's like, he has to, like, he has to do, he has to clean his stuff every single time he, like, gets done cutting someone, he has to wash his hands, he has to, he has to go through all these, like, steps yeah. to keep his business open, yeah, or they will close it. for, like, hair stuff, they really have to, like, stay on top of it, because ours was like absolutely shut down for the longest time and for those businesses you really got to like stay on top that, of it that lady I, that i was like she was just like i don't understand these stupid rules these stupid masks and she was one of the ones that like hangs the nose out yeah real old lady like real like you would thought real sweet old lady no she was like throwing a hissy fit you're only allowed two people waiting at a time i was just trying to pay for my haircut and i was like listen ma'am it's not that hard to follow the rules if you can't like you're just gonna have to leave and I don't even work there a 17 year old just had to tell some 60 year old that you know what I mean anyway <laughs> Ben 10 so yeah uh, when Ludacris was like now the parents need to be supervised that's kinda it's kinda crazy how mm-hmm. it is nowadays with parents needing to be the ones that yeah. are watched because like I mean Once you wanna look at Karen. it just seems like a different yeah Karen. you wanna look at like like I was watching a streamer today talking mm-hmm. about it Somebody was like, like their kid, he worked in retail, and their kid was just like, like, you know, the slime packets, Mm -hmm. like the jars and stuff. Like, they were opening them, and they were just, like, throwing the slime, like, on things. And, like, okay, so he was like, he said, I don't know if you guys have ever just let slime sit out overnight, but it goes, like, he said, like, wafer thin. Like, it spreads out as far as it can, and he was like, and it just goes on everything. And the one day he caught the kid, and then the kid, and then... He, like, told the kid's parent, and the kid, like, the parent tried to get him fired because she was mad because the guy, because he was, like... Because the kid goes getting in trouble. He was, like, you can't, your kid can't just open... Number one, if you open it, you have to pay for it, yeah. or, or or we have to throw it away. And number two, you're ruining products. So it's, like, because you have to throw it away. You're not going to be able to get slime out of a stuffed animal. Exactly. I feel like certain certain parents have to realize that some of their kids are wrong in the way that they're yeah. they're doing stuff, like... I yeah. know some people's parents will like go to their children and defend them, even no matter what. Even though they're wrong. Yeah, but yeah, there's even some. If they know they're in the wrong too. But there's some points where it's just like, come on, man. All right, wait. I want to ask you both. What's I'll go Gavin first, then Jonah. What's your uh, textbook definition of a Karen? Oh, of a Karen. Ooh. Honestly, it doesn't even just have to be a woman. It doesn't have to be anything like that. Yeah. It's just somebody that refuses to do what the right thing is. Like. It's so weird to just see people so strong, just strongly go against what's right. And not even just what's right. Just make a big deal out of nothing. Yeah, just because, like... Like, the woman that just flipped out of the GameStop, 
Like that was okay. a long time ago. I forgot about that. Like that. Like it was just an honest mistake, and the person tried apologizing, but then they took something this big and just blew it like way. Yeah. Out. They just started like destroying the store and stuff, right? Started. They literally like they had the rack, like that cardboard rack of like the games and stuff. They just mm-hmm. like hit it. And I'm like, okay, well now this poor kid that you just flipped out on now he has to clean that up because you can't. You don't know how to act right because somebody failed to raise you growing up. Exactly. It's like. For me, most times I've seen it, and then I'm like, Jonah, go. It seemed like it's come from, because I've never, so far, I could be wrong, but of what I've seen, I haven't seen a non-white Karen yet. Yeah. Um, it's I've, always it's and always. it somebody. seems like it's coming from a place of white privilege to a point. Yes, very much so. Actually. They're losing, it's not that they're losing the privilege, but they're minorly inconvenienced, and because of that, they yeah. just go, they're they just to, see red. They're trying to control the, like, the Karen whole thing, like, I feel like. Going off of Gavin's topic, I personally like agree with him. It doesn't even have to be a girl. It's just ignorance. It's just straight ignorance. And they, they even if they're wrong, they'll fight until they're right. You feel like, me? On yeah. the topic of cancel culture, I think to a point there are some people who are taking things too far. Because like yeah. you know how when you have a big account, like when you have those big accounts who like have a large following, like stands or whatever you call them. Yeah, they'll. Um, if they're like beefing with another creator, they'll oh, have their um, fans. fans go it's attack like, them yeah. in the comments. It's like bad. It's bad. Like yeah. sabotage. Like it. Like it's like hyper efficient cyberbullying. I feel yeah. like I feel like they only do it to like the smaller ones because I, I, I yeah. never I never seen like an equally like ground based like fan group besides like the Jake Paul KSI thing. That, yeah. that was the only one I seen that was like pretty much equal. I don't know like, how you can only, be fans either of those two yeah me, me neither but uh, well I yeah like see that's only... another thing about people bad people with big followings they um that's a good thing about cancel culture some the people have the power to take that influence away from them yeah but at the same time there's those people that are behind these there's yeah um influencers that are gonna fight for them and yeah. i just read last night there was one person um they did do something like wrong and like their um career as a media influencer is definitely over yeah but they were um the people attacked this person to the point where he tried to commit suicide yeah no see like and a line that is the line I feel like you that, can't like, cross also comes back to like the whole like false accusation on rape like but yeah. like when it's like comes to like when the stuff first comes out i always believe the um a the person who was accusing just out of um because there's some instances where i can see that like there's definitely like something happened and they're you're hurt and i don't want to yeah. like deny someone that because like what if you don't believe them and it actually did happen because i've had instances like that a small scale instances like that where like something happened to me and i like tried to tell a teacher or something and then they I got in trouble for trying to tell because I was lying and I definitely wasn't lying. Yeah. I think you always have uh-huh. to, it's always a case by case basis and you always have to, if you're gonna make a decision on it, you have to dive all the way in and yeah. research the whole thing because I won't um, put an opinion on it unless I've like given hours to figure, finding out everything I can about it. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it is a traumatic thing yes, and like for sure. for sure for sure and like the whole like me too thing like uh, it's kind of it, it is a good it's a good movement something mm-hmm. that should about happen. that um because we're talking a lot about movements do you feel that it's our place because we're legit three dudes talking into mics right now about Facts. women's issues 
<laughs> no, here's this is just Do my thing. you think it's our place to like I think we should definitely have an opinion. We could even just say like if there's a female that's listening and like you want to pull up some points, you just go ahead. Now there's a comment section, right? Yeah, there's a comment section and on my Anchor, um anchor.fm/thequestory, there's voice messages so you can tap a little plus button and you can like say what your um feedback is and I'll get to hear it. Yeah. So don't take any of this as like it's a uh, yeah. This is just coming from us. It'd be great to hear other people's point just, of views. I think it's personally just my opinion. I try not to have an opinion on it, just because I'm not. I don't have. Um, I'm not a woman, so I can't. I can't fully see yeah. their point of view. Just like on a um, racial standpoint, like I can't give a white man's opinion because I'm not a white man, yeah. and Gavin yeah. can't give I my can't opinion because he's not because he didn't grow up the way I did. Yeah. So I'm the black sheep. But that's what we're <laughs> I'm in between. And we can come together, make yeah. the point together. So for that reason, understanding it from like a racial standpoint, I can see why some women are like men don't have any um shouldn't have any say on over our bodies and to that I completely agree. I I agree with that. One hundred percent. Yeah. That's crazy now because it feels like Gen Z is really being the, the parents? Yeah. Is, is it out of pocket for me to say that the internet is kind of raising kids now? No, no, no. no because, I like, completely. I the internet like is a whole bunch of kids raising each other, and we're doing a better job of it than, than our some caring parents. parents. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just... Sure. So, like, when all these kids are formulating the same ideas and same thoughts, and good ones, I might add, like, yeah. it's um, it's impressive, because, like, I kind of thought our generation was going to, like, really, really screw yeah. it up. And at then the beginning, I was like, around, mm, we're, we're, we're well, at the end of like, it. like, knowing the kids that we know, I'm like... <laughs> but then, like, you look at 2020 and you're like, okay, honestly, there's some brilliant kids out there around our age that all, like, share thoughts for moving forward, like, progressing forward in a social area, yeah. which is good. So, That's... like, I feel like since they're being raised more by the internet and everybody, like, nobody's really taken anything from elders I... anymore. Because I, I hate that when it's, like... You're, I'm older than you, so you have to listen yeah, to me. Exactly. I talked about nah. that on my first podcast. You'll get to hear it uh, coming next week. Um, I talked about it with, with my brothers. Like, just because you're an adult, has it doesn't mean nah. like that's the new thing like in big brother Gen thing. Z nah. thing. Yeah. A respect I is earned thing. Yes, it I'm is a, a fluid thing that you have to consistently maintain, or else you don't have like, it. Because I respect my parents because they they've shown me all the time shown that I that, can yeah, respect them. There's someone I can respect. Like, if one day I just wake up and I find out this stuff about my dad where he was, like, this terrible person and still does this stuff, it's like, no, absolutely respect not. Respect It's gone. gone. I feel, I feel like and then you have to work to earn it again. Bad people are just bad people. Exactly. Gen Z is just, like, a different generation from the at least the past couple anyway. Yeah. Where we're so connected because of corona and the lockdown and the having phones now. It makes it a lot easier for us to share ideas and, like, for those ideas to spread to a farther reach yeah. and more in depth. So I think because of that, we have a lot of um, the amount of Gen Z activists that are, like, actually being activists instead of, like, the um, Black Square stuff yeah, yeah. is a lot more... Like, we have a lot more of them that are Gen Z that are actually caring about their activism as opposed to... Because, like, most times people say, like, kids our age don't care about anything. And I think this time it's the opposite. So what do you guys think about that? Yeah, I gotta have, I'm gotta. i going to have to agree with that. 
Also, is it kind of weird to say that I feel like the first time Gen Z really started getting together was when they all committed to raiding Area 51? Yeah, is I was that about weird? to say, that's definitely when it started. But what happened to that? It, uh, it, it turned work. into, like, um, a party. Only, like, 100 people actually went to, like, the actual Area 51. But, like, they had a couple parties at, like, different places. And yeah. It was cool. But, yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. Gen Z is definitely, I feel like, reshaped what it means to be a generation be young mm-hmm. because before i mean obviously none of us were alive back then but like i know before like if i if i asked my parents about how they were growing up like my my dad when he was younger got hit by a car and his mom brought him in the house and beat him with hot wheels track for getting hit by a car not like checking on to make sure he's okay like no. so it's like a completely different generation like it's a completely different thing. Yeah, it's it actually is really funny. <laughs> but um so it's interesting to see how mature Gen Z is. Mm-hmm. It's such like a I mean cuz we're I mean we're obviously just getting started in our generation. Yeah. And we've already definitely pushed for some pretty big big changes, important changes. For us, like you look around our school district. I mean, there's definitely some. But you look around our school and you're like I don't there's see there's no activists here. <laughs> no. But like there's some you're like, man, I don't I don't see that being responsible. Some people just surprise you. Yeah. I feel I like mean, it's just a natural thing that comes over time though. Like it's like the traumatic experiences that make you grow up, you know? I feel like you gotta go through some shit first. Yeah. Um a lot of people would say a lot of, I, I know a lot of people that aren't Gen Z that'll disagree because we haven't been through like a a big war or a great depression because like really the economy has been really good for us yeah since we've been alive so we don't know like the struggle of that but we've also had major social issues yeah like the black lives matter movement and climate change um and like back before gen z people didn't really people our age were discouraged from engaging in like talking about stuff like that yeah. like we weren't supposed to like that's that's grown folks business or something and you're not supposed to what are you doing worrying about this you need to be outside playing or something yeah um but now i think it's definitely in large part to a device being in just about every hand now that we you can't not know what's going on yeah very we're it's definitely very connected and uh, like we talked about this before and i said like is that it said out of pocket to say that Gen Z is like kind of raising themselves yeah. with the internet. We're you're using each other to grow up because there's some people that just don't have that like that family household mm-hmm. that can see what it's like for other people, and then they can just use that. And you just learn off of one another. And since we're all so connected, it's like a just transferring of ideas to just make the world it a better comes, place. It, it comes back to like the whole don't be a leader. Be yeah, don't be a follower. Be yeah. a leader be a leader and like you gotta you gotta find your way and like as you're a leader that helps you like teach others like what you're doing like help people understand the rights and the movements and everything that's going on in our world and society society as we're going on in life i agree with that i definitely feel like gen z has a lot of a lot of leaders i don't want to say more leaders than other generations but it just seems like because before like in, uh, in older times, you would you would have to be somebody or be relate or like be I think, a part of something. Yeah, related to someone that's like actually really big to do it. But like now, you can just be. You can just be whoever, 
do what like we're doing now. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you can make a difference. Cause that let's talk about the lockdown of quarantine. Cause like we've all been separated for what wow. five months now. It's, it's been, been a long, long time. time. When was it? Like March twelfth. Like we were at the rack and they were like, "We guys aren't going back to school." Yeah. So we finished the rack and we just didn't see each other for like three months or so. Yeah. Um. Which so is whack. Absolutely insane. Um. This question's for both you guys. What? Uh. While you were in twenty, while you were in quarantine, what's something you've been doing that you haven't, that you didn't have the time to do or didn't like think to do before, the quarantine? Well, it's a tough one. You want to go first, Gav? <laughs> yeah, I mean, a big one is obviously like because we're all runners all mm-hmm. across country. That's a big one. So committing more to that. I feel like on it, it's kind of weird, but I almost feel like not having that track season. I don't want to say it helped me because it probably did hurt a little bit. But at the same time, I also feel like it let me get the mileage in, do stuff like that. And it's also just helped me like a big thing with this quarantine. Right, Like right now, my sister's overseas in the military. Mm-hmm. It's like all the time I've had, I've been able to keep in touch with her, keep in touch with like other family members that I just wouldn't like be able to be there for if I was. I mean, not saying that I wouldn't be there for my family if yeah. I was busy, but having that extra time definitely makes it easier. Okay, Jonah. Um, uh, going off what Gavin said, like I reached out to a lot of my family members and like I talked to some of them because like that whole racism stuff was starting to happen. But also like I picked up a lot of like cool things. Like man, I, like I started cooking a lot more. Like yeah. obviously because like. You got, like, obviously y'all run, but, like, I tr- transitioned into another sport. I wrestle, and I have to diet. So, like, I started, like, realizing what I have to do. And I, I'm not going to lie. I packed on a couple pounds, and I put on a couple uh, pounds of muscle, though. Because, yeah. like, during the whole the whole thing, like, I worked out a lot. And I told y'all, like, we ran a lot. Like, yeah. we st- I stayed active. And, like, like Gavin said, like, I feel like not having a track season, it didn't really hurt me. It just, like... Gave you rest. Yeah, it gave me mm-hmm. the rest I needed, and I um, I for a lot of like a lot of it, I don't like know how y'all feel about religion, but like I prayed for a lot of it. And I like there's like, yeah. a lot of things like helped me. Um, all right. So with school, we are. S- we'll talk about last year first. Um, yeah. At once March <laughs> hit and we got split, sent home on on lockdown, and we couldn't go anywhere. Uh, you were talking about last time how a lot of social cliques got broken up. Oh yeah, big time. Uh, um, yeah, go ahead, talk about. It. Yeah, like, I felt like uh, one of the reasons I was actually thinking about it after we after we got done uh, mm-hmm. talking about it, I was thinking like I think one of the big reasons it got broken up. One is obviously because you're not when you're online, you're look you're not looking at somebody and judging them off of what they look like. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like. Like, I, I, I don't know, you, you compare an American Idol to The Voice. Like, I don't know if you've watched the both. But, like, American Idol, I know people don't say don't judge a book by a cover. But, like, when you see somebody walk out, like, you can just, like, you you don't it's mean to. It's a human thing to judge, yeah. But it's just how, like, that's just how people do. Like, they just judge things off of how they look. It's your first, inst- it's your first thing that you see about something. Mm-hmm. So that's why The Voice is a great show because it, like, you don't get to see what the person looks like. You go off of just raw talent. So like that's what I feel like the internet did. Is it? It got rid of that. Um, well, you look like this. Like you dye your hair, or you don't wear makeup. You aren't seven foot three. Like it gets rid of that. Like that yeah. social. 
the no, physical like, judgment yeah aspect, the physical superficial yeah and it, it really gets into what matters which is like personality so then you had people just kind of coming together off of just what they know each other what just like getting to know each other's personalities so like you don't see a name brand you don't see it like i don't know if you've seen that uh dick sporting goods commercial which one where the like it's the back to school one it literally like oh, I, my yeah. skin crawls every time I see it because a girl like the girl in the video literally says she goes uh, if you got a nice shoe game then I then I'll like want to get to know you and I'm like as I as like is that what what it's coming to like you, your shoes are two hundred and fifty dollars theirs is only fifty so I'm not gonna talk to you my shoes are like seventy dollars bro like exactly. I, I, I don't feel care like, about I that. feel like with our um friend group our clique um it's less like that. Because definitely. we are definitely people who try to save money more. I mean, let's I'd take a say. look at our shirts. It's just all exactly. like it's just all, all stuff, Newcastle free, stuff. Free Newcastle stuff. So um, it's like, yeah, because personally, I don't try to spend a lot of money on like unnecessary clothes and stuff. Because who I am I trying to impress? I stain everything. I'm not trying <laughs> to spend a lot of money on clothes. Yeah, you know I mean? but like, I, I definitely feel like this is quarantine in a way. I feel like. Because it kind of it also branches back into what we were just talking about. It it brought people together in a big way, especially platforms like, I mean, it irks me to say it like TikTok. I yeah. mean, as much as I sometimes look at the platform and go, well, "What is wrong with people?" It you can't deny the fact that it it definitely brought people together. Yeah. Gen Z has a big advantage over everybody else just because we we've been on the internet our entire lives, mm-hmm. so we just know so much, so we can use stuff like that to our advantage and just like flip it on people. And I think that's funny. I feel like but at the same time we kind of get in our own ways though. Like you got to think about yeah, it. Yeah, there's like, going to be a point where we're going to get passed up. By yeah. Whatever. No, but I, don't, we call I feel the like next we're not going to get passed up. I feel like it's like we're going to try to like we're going to try to hit like a big bait through and it's going to like set us back. You know what I'm saying? They're geniuses. Definitely, like a Gen Z has a big advantage over everybody else, just because we we've been on the internet our entire lives, mm-hmm. so we just know so much, so we can use stuff like that to our advantage and just like flip it on people. And I think that's funny. I feel like, but at the same time, we kind of get in our own ways, though. Like you gotta think about yeah, it. Yeah, there's like, gonna be a point where we're gonna get passed up. By yeah, whatever. No, but you I, don't, call I feel the like next generation. we're not gonna get passed up. I feel like it's like we're gonna try to like. We're gonna try to hit like a big bait through, and it's gonna like set us back. You know what I'm saying? It might. Yeah. You never like, know. I feel like we're like. Don't get me wrong. Like I feel like we have a level head, but I feel like certain people in our like generation be. are like there's really always. cocky. Yeah. And they like they. I definitely think there's people that see um, Gen Z as an absolutely unstoppable force, and to a point, I agree that we're very powerful when we're all together. Yeah. But <laughs> there's definitely. We're not invincible. No. I feel like we're gonna have that one radical though. I definitely because well, we always we, we have there's a couple always in our one. school. Yeah, like we, we government, us, and others, and mm-hmm. the next generation behind us better. That's the only way we can be better. Change is the only thing that's gonna help us get from point A to point B, and make new rules and inspire others to where we have to be to become a better government people yeah. and stop like the small things that are going on that so we can come together and be as one nation as it says in the pledge of allegiance yeah i was trying to think of it <laughs> but we've been out of school for so long that's facts but, do you um, think that's another thing do you think they're gonna like make us say the pledge of allegiance now i, I, I heard they school? were supposed to like make a new one because 
I, I would not be opposed to that. Here, you want to know my take on because I haven't allegiance. said the Pledge of Allegiance even back when we did it for like three years now. I, I haven't said it. I here's my take on it. I just I just can't get. I, I mean, I'm gonna say I can't get behind it. I got some military people in my household that if they heard me say that, they would probably lose Same. their ever loving mind. <laughs> because I get it. There's a lot of respect there. It's like you're you're pledging your oath to this great nation. And while I agree, it's great. Definitely has some problems. The, uh, yeah, the act of pledging to a great nation, the uh, the concept makes sense. But it just the thought of. Everybody in a building at the same time every day saying the same words at the same time just sound like this doesn't seem. I mean, it is a free country and you can do whatever you want, but there's just something about that. It don't make sense. But I, I think for me, it's just a thing of I think it's a contradiction. The things that it says in the Pledge of Allegiance, like the statements that it's making that um, should be like our core values as Americans. I don't see being acted out by the people of America every day. Yeah. So when I see that, I say there's no, if I'm, me saying this is doing nothing. Me saying this is literally a lie. So yeah. doing, so pledging allegiance is, in, especially in school where um, it's a whole bunch of teenagers and everybody thinks everything's like against society and everybody's against them or whatever. Yeah. But it's actually true for this one that um it's legitimately the exact opposite of what um the way that america's acting in the way that the pledge of pledge of allegiance is are like perpendicular like, yeah. like it's a one i don't know if like there's a political compass test i don't know if you've ever taken it before i've heard of literally it. A, it. a question is on it um it, it literally says, like, you will stand by your nation whether it's right or wrong. No. No, never. Because Absolutely not. Because that's – and I know people in my household that would that would agree to that. It's like, I'm sorry, but it's America. It's like, um, this is the best time it's been to be an American, a black American, period, Just, to yeah, date. in general. Um, I feel like I, hopefully every year it gets yes, even better and Opportunity-wise, and it's just the best place for us to be. But if – something changes one day and it's not the best place and we're also doing this egregious wrong somewhere that we find out about um i have no problem getting up and changing and moving to some other country no because uh, i because i don't i just don't understand like somebody i know like i know there's people in my house that would that would agree to that but then like if i told them that nestle was starving children right they'd be like oh boycott nestle well it's kind of like the same it's thing. The same if thing, America was extorting funds from a third world country, that's not okay. That's like, so I'm not going to stay like, like how you would, um, like stop buying Nestle products and you just stop doing American yeah. things. Like, and then that's when like that, that's when, um, revolutions happen. Yeah. And, like stuff like that. Um, I think it's about accountability at the yeah. end of the day. Cause I can't, I'd hold myself responsible because me being an American citizen, giving my money to this um, government who is every day doing these wrongs, I can't, with in good conscience, I can't continue doing that. Yeah, I definitely feel like every every couple years, there just needs to be like take a step back, look at where, look at how the world has changed. Just like do the constitutional convention. Yeah, just give just it. every like. 15 years just checks just make sure just everything's like, hey, in check does everything still work 
for yeah. the people that are it's living like, in America right now. It's like checks and balances, but instead of checking the power, it's checking the like socially. Yeah, how the is stability. This? Like, does it actually? Uh, work? We went from lockdown back to yeah, back to politics. I don't know. <laughs> It's um, just a lot to talk about right yeah. now. Um, all right, so we're going to s- stay in the school part. Talking about how this year we're going back to a virtual senior year. So we're missing out on just about everything that makes high school like the part of life that makes everybody excited. Yeah. So really, we're just going back to work. We're not going back to school. We're just going to finish doing these classes and everything. So there's no, there's no prom, no um, homecoming. I think football games still exist, but they're like. I think our school said that we're having a homecoming football game, and I'm like, ah. It doesn't make. I any don't sense. know how that's gonna work, but who yeah. knows? We're having we're having football, but like can't be in the stands. Yeah, yeah. So I, like, I don't I don't get why 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 you need cheerleaders. Yeah, Cheerleaders, man. band, like anything other than the actual football team shouldn't be there. I, don't think. No. I think I think it's not unsafe, but I just don't get. You why. Just how do you like? How do you guys feel about having like missing out on your senior year essentially? Like uh, I said this like a, like a thousand times, and I'll I'll say it again with like when it comes to like cross country, a, a big thing for me like and just senior year in general. But I'll, I'll just use cross country as an example. Um. I obviously wanted to have a senior season. I want to have a senior year. But I am not going to follow through with it if it means that I'm going to put somebody else at risk. Mm-hmm. Like I'm I'm not going to be able to comfortably go to school knowing that you doing this that? person go that goes home to see their grand that lives with their grandparents gets it takes it home and now they don't have a home. And now now they're like an orphan. I mean god forbid, but like you know what I mean like now they don't have mm-hmm. uh, guardians at home. Just because we Be- wanted to have a um, senior year. Yeah. And that's very, like, because for me, I've always felt a little bit jagged because when, with my grandmother passing this March, I wasn't able to be in the hospital with her because mm-hmm. of COVID. So that's why I've been such just a stickler for, like, just do everything you can because I don't want, regardless if it's COVID or not, I don't want somebody to not be in the same room as a loved one whenever they're in their final moments, you know? And, like, I, I had, we had met somebody or mm. heard, like, heard through a nurse that the husband wasn't allowed to be in the hospital room when the wife was giving birth. It was our first child. They were, it's a, they, they were a young marriage. He wasn't allowed to be there for, the, for his firstborn. Wow. His first child. He couldn't even be in the room. That's crazy. He couldn't even be, he couldn't even, he could go in and visit, but at, like, time, like, he didn't even get to see the baby. Neither of them even got to see the baby for a couple of days because of COVID. Because they needed to make sure that everything was okay. And, like, that, like, that, that's just so, it's just so insane to yeah. me. And that's why, like, not having a senior year, yes, it sucks. But it's a sacrifice I'm willing to make if it means that other people can have li- just life in general. Yeah. Well, that's one thing we didn't really think about last year because we didn't know what this was going to end up being. We were, everybody was all like, oh, the class of 2020, that's so sad. They're the quarantine class. The class of 2021 is going to miss their whole year. The class of yeah. 20... We're going to miss more 20, school than yeah. they did. More class high of school. 20 just missed the last half. We missed a full a year and a half. Yeah. That's going to be weird. And we don't even know if that's going to be the end of it. Like We, we might... My, my, I don't, if things keep going the way they're going, I don't see 
us going back after the first nine weeks. I doubt we will because right after that um, nine weeks ends, that's right when flu season kicks up. So yeah. infection's going to be through the roof. And it doesn't help. Ha- and like what's happening now is people are getting COVID twice now. Yeah, which I just means that. that you're going to have to get vaccinated twice, and you're going to have to like. That's <laughs> because like you have it once you. I think I read, I don't know exactly how long, but once you get it, you have an immunity for X amount of time. I heard, I think, it, yeah, I heard it's, the the last person I heard said it was three months for them. I, that's what I thought, it was three months. I But does it, like, vary from person to person? I'm I sure know, it has Because there was somebody, I know that there was somebody in Ch- China, I think it was a lady, she was, like, the first one that got it, recovered, got it again, and died. Mm-hmm. And like yeah, I was hearing it was like a lot worse the second time around. And then those schools in Florida, Florida's had like an increase of oh god, like a thousand cases in like a week because they opened their schools back up. And I just don't. And like for us in Lawrence County, I think we just had six new seven six or seven new cases the other day, like just literally like two days ago. And, like, now it's hitting, like, close to home for me. Like, my my grandpa has it, thankfully. I mean, not thankfully that he has it, but I have, like, I nobody in my family's been around him. Mm-hmm. So, like, he had it, but, like, nobody's been near him since he's had it. Uh, but, like, it's, like, really starting to hit closer and closer to home every week that goes by. Yeah, I've had maybe three or four scares. Like, a couple of my family members have tested positive for it in the past month or so. Yeah. All right, uh, Jonah, I'm going to let you talk about um, having a senior year. Bro, I've just been big easing over here. <laughs> no cap. Like, y'all have just been talking. I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to listen. Um, not having a senior year, it doesn't really affect me because, like, I feel like personally, like, I, like, always, like, I'm always, like, I'll do something. But if you put it in front of me, I may struggle. But, like, I got utilities a way to get around the struggle. Mm-hmm. And I can easily just go around and like it goes back to like what Gavin said like I don't I have I have grandparents and they both suffer I don't want to see them struggle also with like having to die from yeah. a, a disease where like it slowly kills you because like that's just that's just not fun and like it like goes back to what unusual punishment yeah that, this, it sucks and I don't want to watch someone have to watch their caretaker or their grandparent also die like I, like it's not fair to them and if I have to sacrifice my like me staying at home, yeah, and not being able to not go going work to prom or, or something, yeah. go to prom, homecoming, and me being antisocial and just sitting at home and having to talk to people through a phone, I'll do it because it's small it's, price to pay. Yes, yeah, it's a small price to pay, but like I feel like everybody's a hero in their own way. And if I have to be home, I feel like I'm doing my part as being a hero. If I have to put on a mask, sanitize, wash my hands, it, it comes back down to the small things like wash your hands, put on your mask going out don't don't be breathing on someone don't sneeze cover your mouth when you're coughing like them small things like it comes back to that eat your vitamins like it's the small yeah, yeah. like i know it's funny but like for really you got to eat your vitamins to stay healthy it really makes you realize how many people just don't do those things yeah <laughs> that real. was a lot of the um memes that came up once corona started kicking up for real was um it was like it was like a picture of someone running away and someone chasing. It was like Corona was the thing running away and the thing chasing it was like Flintstone the, gummies. The thirteen Flintstone gummies I ate when I was seven or something. All right, I want to move on a little bit to the Black Lives Matter movement and like the riots. Yeah, just police being held accountable for their crimes and 
some people that feel like the whole police force shouldn't exist. I don't want to get into the, like, should police exist thing today, but um, what was your opinion on the riots? On the riots? Well, I got to be honest, I I can understand because when you look at the, I mean, obviously coming from a white man's perspective, uh, so it's a little bit different, so let me know if you disagree any, but uh, looking at history and just like educating myself about it, you realize that you know, nothing else has really worked. Like, you've tried, uh, like, every, there's, everything's been, there's been compliance, which I kind of, I feel like has been the thing for the last couple years. Yeah. It definitely went compliance, peaceful compliance, now angry. So, we're going to move on for all that. Uh, let's go into the, what we left off before the camera cut off was police, like, from a black perspective, being, yeah. um, understanding the rage of the riots because when we go out and we get pulled over i think it's scarier than actually getting robbed because i feel like i have more of a chance surviving if i'm getting robbed than being pulled over yeah. um i'm gonna leave that one that short um and then we're gonna go into uh the our school district dealing with racism because i know jonah has his experience and i have my i think smaller scale experiences with me because i don't think there's been that many yeah. well it's not that there haven't been that many they haven't been as um, drastic yeah drastic as his yeah I can and I can always give my perspective yeah so I'm gonna let you go ahead and talk about yours um so school man school <laughs> school is amazing it's a place it's a, it's a great yeah, place it's a building that exists <laughs> in um, this city that we're not so going back to school for me I ain't gonna name drop, it's just gonna be how it is. Um, school for me was rough my 10th grade year going into it. That was a big year and I had some issues with a certain person there that had addressed a certain situation different, not differently, wrong. Mm -hmm. And me being probably the only mixed kid in that class and like there's a, all these other like kids who had to black parents and it was kind of weird that I stood out but it comes back to like sticking out and being a leader and us being black people we have to like we have to address things before it gets started so for me like it was like, like it made me feel really uncomfortable and the, the way that he had said it the way he had said some of the things that he had said like I feel like I just couldn't stand by and like it, it affected yeah. me personally because if you is it a f one of those things that you feel that if you let it happen once, you're just gonna, it's just gonna keep people happening. are gonna know that they can just walk all over you? And yes. Stuff. Okay. Yes. And I felt like I felt like if I didn't stand up for myself or others, I feel like it would have just kept on happening, and so I did. And our school went about it and just changed my class and that, but they that, definitely could have done a lot more. Yeah, that didn't. It fixed the problem. In the short term, as in, like, it's not an everyday thing for you they anymore. They just put a Band-Aid over Yeah, it. but it's not solving the problem. Yeah. yeah. They okay. definitely should have had, like, I feel like they should have had, like, a meeting or something and, like, talked about it or yeah. at least have a sitting down with the parents, like, and me. And <coughs> like what I, like, because I had that. Yeah. Well, like that. yeah, yeah, basically. Gav, from your standpoint, do yep. you feel like it's 
okay for a white person to call out another white person on their racism? I feel like, yeah. If you're stepping out of line, you're stepping out of line. Yeah. It's not, like, it's it's not okay. I feel like if anybody's being racist, regardless of skin color, anybody can just be like, that's not, that's just not right. It's not morally correct. You know what yeah. I mean? It'd be like if you saw somebody, like, mugging someone, it doesn't, like, you would just be like, that's not okay. So yeah. I feel like, I kind of feel like that. I feel like it's kind of different though with Gavin though, because like I feel like you, you have to be educated, because Gavin's educated because he's fr- he's friends with us, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. I feel like because I know what you mean, because um some of the stuff I heard from like the members of um uh the school district is they didn't know what to do because they didn't feel it was their place and they didn't have anyone to tell them that yeah it doesn't matter about skin color that this is what you need to do yeah. I think that comes from the fact that we don't have a lot of um, black representation in our school. Yeah. Um, my mom's the guidance counselor. Um, we had the black teacher that retired. And those were our only two. So now we don't have any black teachers. So we don't have any, like, um, teacher level or above yeah. representation. And because you don't have that representation, the people that are actually in those positions don't get that um, input. Yeah. Which is definitely helpful, especially in a school where it's diverse. not all white yeah, students. Yeah, we have a di- one thing I do love about Newcastle is how diverse it is. You literally have to grow up your whole life surrounded by all kinds of different ethnicities, and the reason is that because Newcastle was, you know, it was a bumping place back in the day. Yeah. So it brought a lot of people, a lot of jobs. That's why we got so many different cultures here, which is great. It makes you very diverse. I do think it's something that it would be very helpful to have higher up black figures in those positions yeah. so that not even from a stance of like, we just need the representation. We need their actual voice being heard for the, so that the non-black um, figures in those positions get, can have what we have like in reverse, how we have your um, white perspective on things. When we have conversations on yeah. issues like this, they need um, someone like us so that they can get our perspective on things like that. But it's yeah. all, it also comes back down to, like, it comes back to the house. It's something that's there. Like, it has to be there. Like, racism just doesn't come overnight. Like, it's there. Like it's, It has to be taught. Yeah. yeah. So, like, if the only way for it to change is by being properly educated. Like, like everybody, like, it's I not hard to just pick up a book and read. Yeah. What do you think about having classes in high school about that? Because... Um, black history in general, um, black figures in American history are grossly underrepresented in um, schools. I, in def- I definitely feel like we should. We so, have like the Black History Month, but no, does anybody actually? It's, yeah, it's no, like, it's always like. You write it one time yeah. and you just kind of keep. Turning so in the same essay. <laughs> not, I mean, not that I don't like the whole, the history, the essay is kind of a joke because once you just get that one topic in, you're just kind of like, yeah. yeah. And I, they're always teaching the same figures every year. Yeah. I feel like it's like can, the same big three and then you're not going to hear about I anybody else. I don't even else. think it's a big three. I feel like they only teach us about like Martin Luther King. That's the, everything yeah. that they talk they about. Haven't, I've never heard anything about Malcolm, Malcolm X in school. Never. Yeah. I also well, definitely think there needs to be more light shined on the like, like stuff like this year, like if stuff that happened this year with the protests and with the riots, like, like if that history. doesn't become part, a of, part of a history book like a couple years down the line like 
I don't like that's absurd. Yeah, it like, needs to be a part because then you can learn from it. That's the whole point. I think of that should be something that you should have to do like as it happens. You should um for history teachers should have to be able to teach a class about the current events like this is what's going on in the country right now and this is how it applies to society as a thing. It's yeah. teaching you so you can learn how to be better than the past so yeah all right thank you gavin and jonah for coming for being on the pod yep uh if you guys want to find them uh gkh9628 on twitter and instagram and then g cheesy on youtube john miller 23 on instagram all right um so yeah if you guys have any feedback let me know dm me on instagram and twitter for feedback on the podcast and Stay tuned on Thursdays at 11 for the Q days to reply to get your answers on the Q story. All right. Thanks for watching. See ya.